Hello everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast, produced by the Magnolia Healing Center. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. In this podcast, we will be delving into topics related to narcissistic abuse, codependency, childhood wounds, childhood trauma, mental illness, and all things narcissism. The purpose of this podcast is to bring widespread awareness and healing to the global epidemic of narcissism and codependency. It is my hopes that with this podcast, we can collectively create an environment of health and healing for you, the individual, and for the world at large. Let's begin. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. Today, we're going to be discussing living in the flow. So what does it mean to live with the flow? You hear very often the statement, go with the flow, right? So what does that mean? And there really is a depth to that statement that I want to go into. Uh, so in today's podcast episode, we're going to talk about what it means to live in the flow. We're going to discuss some of the benefits of living in flow. I'm going to offer some tips on how we can live a life that is in the flow, something that is hugely important and beneficial to our success in life in any capacity. And finally, I'm going to talk about how to use flow to heal, how we can use flow to assist us on our growth and healing journey. Now, before we get into today's episode, I want to suggest a really great book. This book is Flow by Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. Uh, this is a really fantastic book, and I see it as a, a fundamental book when it comes to understanding flow and how to get into the flow of your life, how to live life in flow. And much of what I'm going to discuss here today, I've learned from this uh, book, uh, just a highly uh, recommended book. So I'm going to share a link to purchase this book in the description section below. So now to begin, what is it? What is flow? What does it mean to live in flow? So flow is an experience that we have when we are in perfect rhythm and alignment with the life force of the universe. It is when we feel completely given over, surrendered to, and engulfed with what we are doing. We almost feel at one with every action we are taking, uh, as almost like we are the action. Uh, in flow, we feel incredibly tapped in and powerful in our abilities, and at the same time, we have a keen acknowledgement and awareness that there is a force that is quite more, quite a, quite a bit more knowledgeable and uh, powerful than we are. That is ultimately working through us. Now, when a person is in flow. It appears as if they aren't even trying, uh, and they can in accomplish incredible feats almost effortlessly. Uh, there's a certain grace to the way they live. Uh, someone who's in flow lives with a certain amount of rhythm. It's like each and every at, ev at each and every moment they are aware of what they're doing, and then they're aware of what action to take ne next. And they're not necessarily thinking about life as much as they are just uh, seamlessly moving from moment to moment, much in the way you see like a dancer who's in flow, uh, go from one dance move to the next in perfect rhythm. And uh, someone in flow seems to always be where they need to be doing what they feel inclined to do. And as a result of that, they reach incredible results. Uh, like, like I mentioned, all with seemingly little effort. Uh, oftentimes, they don't necessarily know how they accomplish it. It's hard to even explain, but they just are so tapped in uh, that they are just always in rhythm with the universe in a creative effort, creating whatever uh, they decide to. So flow is most notably seen in athletes, musicians, dancers, artists, and people who have mastered their craft to the point where everything they do works almost automatically, or as Mihai Csikszentmihalyi refers to as autotalically or autotalic. Now, what you'll notice about anyone who's mastered their craft is how little effort they're using to achieve stunning and near flawless results. And this is, the reason this is the case is because a person in flow has surrendered to powers that are working through them. And as, as a result of this, they're effortlessly accomplishing things that would otherwise be impossible if they were trying too hard, if they were thinking too much, or, or trying to get certain results. Now, someone in flow 
is fully present in the moment. They're fully surrendered to the moment and they are fully identified with our authentic self. And this is this authentic self is intrinsically connected to all there is. It's one with the universe. And they have surrendered this authentic self to the universe. And as a result, they, uh, the universe in a sense works through them. Now this is as opposed to someone, let's say, who's operating out of the ego or someone who identifies with the ego. Uh, the ego cannot surrender itself. It cannot let go and allow the universe to work through it. Uh, or if it does, it has a tremendously difficult time letting go and surrendering to flow. And that's why a person who is identified with the ego will have a very difficult time tapping into these universal powers. Uh, if they are identified with ego, there's a, there's a lot of effort that they have to put in to accomplish things. And even when they accomplish something, it's not nearly as, as graceful and seamless and as, uh, as impactful. And uh, you cannot reach the level of success that you were to if you were to be in flow. Now, those in flow will usually have a deep sense of humility, a sense of awe for their abilities. Uh, in essence, they're aware that they're tapped into something that's so much greater than themselves and that it's not necessarily their own efforts that they're producing these results, but rather it is the universal powers that are working through them that deserve the credit. Now, we've all experienced flow in our lifetime at some point, whether we realize it or not. Uh, Any time that we do something that we feel energized by, we feel excited about, uh, we feel at peace with ourselves, so we almost lose self-consciousness, we feel as if what we are doing is almost happening on our own. Uh, many people would describe sort of looking at their body, looking at their hands, almost working without even necessarily trying. This is a flow state. Now, flow state is an extremely optimal state to be in, and that is for several different reasons that I'm not gonna go into. When we are in flow, we are ultimately able to perform at our peak. Now, because in flow, like I mentioned, we're tapped into a creative force that knows exactly how to accomplish what we want to. Uh, when we allow it to run its course and move through us, and when we surrender completely to it, it uses us, in a sense, to manifest the perfect and most ideal outcome. So when we are in flow, we find ourselves using minimal effort and energy, and as a result of that, we don't really lose much energy taking action. Uh, in essence, the flow has inspired actions that come along with being in flow. And in many ways, we are energized by those inspirations, by those motivations. So actions taken in flow don't necessarily feel like chores. They don't feel difficult because they're a natural response to feeling inspired by being in the flow. So the flow almost motivates us to do it. And as a result, it sort of carries us in a sense. And it doesn't take any inertia or force or willpower because in a sense, that flow, which is a force of its own, carries us to do that action when we allow it to run its course through our lives. And as a result of this, life seems to flow effortlessly and gracefully unfolding for our highest highest benefit, our highest growth. Now in the flow, it's very common to experience joy and bliss and happiness. Now when we are in flow, we are fully present in the moment. And the present moment is an extremely high state of consciousness. And as a result of being in the present moment, we are automatically going to vibrate higher when we are in flow. So the flow automatically raises our consciousness. So naturally, we are gonna vibrate at higher states when in flow, and therefore, we're gonna have higher moods, higher experiences, higher emotions, higher relationships. So getting in the flow, in a sense, flows us upward towards higher states. Now in flow, seemingly mundane actions and chores suddenly that seemed rote and almost irritating or annoying suddenly become enjoyable. Uh, This is where sort of ordinary actions like laundry and doing dishes, when you're fully in the moment, and uh, you get present, they become a whole experience. And each moment is filled with with joy and uh, it makes life an overall richer and a much more satisfying and fuller experience. In addition, in flow, we're not worried about outcomes. We're not worried about the future because we know that life 
takes care of itself. The flow takes care of itself. Now, because we are not attached to outcomes when we are fully in the flow and when we are fully engrossed in what we're doing, uh, we're able to focus our attention and consciousness to the, to the present moment. And therefore, because we're all focused on what we're doing in the moment, we're going to do a better job. We're not as distracted on how things are going to turn out. Uh, we don't, we feel less inclined to use energy, countless energy to control or manipulate things to be a certain way or to be perfect. Furthermore, when in flow, we are tapped into the creative power of the universe, like I mentioned, and we're able to harness this power to create our most ideal reality. Now, this flow that we enter into is extremely powerful because it is connected to all of life, which is constantly and continuously creating. So when we do go with the flow, we are connected to these powers and our ability to create is then tapped into and we feel much more in our power and much more in control of our lives because we are the creator of our life. So in flow, we decide what to create in each moment and uh, therefore we always feel like we are the cause of whatever outcomes we decide for our lives. So we don't feel like a victim because we realize at any moment we can create something different. In flow, we align in perfect rhythm with the universe and this rhythm is continuously flowing us towards our desired intention or our vision. So when we are in flow, we get sort of carried towards our dreams with the most efficient, accurate, and in the least possible amount of time. So this universal intelligence that we ultimately surrender to when in flow is aware of what we need to do to reach our dreams. It knows what we need to do. So if we get out of our own way, if we sort of go above the ego and get out of our own egoic ways of operating and allow and surrender to flow, it works through us and everything happens naturally at the perfect divine timing that it needs to happen for us to manifest our highest vision. And this assures that the highest outcome occurs in the least amount of effort needed and the least amount of time and actions necessary to assure op optimal outcomes. So in flow, we are going to attract the things that we need to be happy and to survive and to thrive at the perfect moment we need it. Uh, another way of saying this is, is we're taken care of fully. We are supported and taken care of all the time. And this is a very important benefit of flow. You see, naturally, all of life takes care of itself. You'll notice that in nature, everything takes care of itself. It's a sort, of, sort of a circle of life. So nature will always support itself and others naturally. So when we are in the flow, we are living in alignment with our true nature and the natural rhythms of the universe are therefore able to work its way through us and, uh, and, and take, take care of us automatically. And this is sort of the great dichotomy of flow is that if we let go, then we are in control. If we let go, then we are taken care of. If we give up the need to control and manipulate things to get our needs met, our needs get met by being our very nature, uh, be, being our authentic self. Now this leads to the next benefit, and that is being at total peace with oneself and being at peace with life. See, when we are in flow, we know that there's really nothing that we need to do. We just need to go with the flow. We need to accept life on its terms, choose to be one with life, and then allow, allow the flow of life to move through us. So when we do this, we are in essence filled with the confidence and happiness knowing that our life is fully supported by an unbelievable power, more powerful than anything. And ultimately there's no one that can destroy us and no one that can, that can, that can threaten our needs. So we, fear, we feel no fear and we ultimately are just at peace with ourselves and the fact that we are okay in this moment. We don't have to accomplish anything. We don't have to do anything outside of just be ourselves. And we realize that we are innately enough as we are and fully deserving of abundance. And this brings a, a sense of openness and vulnerability uh, that is extremely, extremely enjoyable and ultimately peaceful. And finally, when we are in flow, we feel like we are always going in the direction of our dreams. Every action we take feels like another step in the direction of our dreams. The flow in essence is gonna support all of our desired dreams and 
as a result of this, we may have many different dreams. All of them get supported and we don't feel like we constantly need to stress to fit all of our dreams in. Each action we take is supporting our dreams and we're con you know, we, we aren't constantly conflicted uh, with what we have to prioritize, what we have to do, because there seems to be enough time to support all of the many avenues we choose to pursue. So now let's discuss barriers to flow. Many times we are not aware uh, of ways in which we are interrupting our own flow. We are not in flow, and many of these ways are coming from ourselves, our own barriers. Now, with awareness and with clarity, and then taking steps to remove these barriers and resistances, we can make flow a primary state of operating in our daily lives. So the first and most common barrier to surrendering to the flow and living in flow is the need for control. Uh, control is rooted in fear. So in essence, fear is one of the most common barriers. Fear what it causes us to do is attach to things, attach to belongings, attach, attaching to people to feel in control. Uh, this is as opposed to letting go and surrendering to the present moment, which is fundamental and basic to living in flow. So when we need control, when we are manipulating things, when we are trying to get control from something outside of ourselves, we don't allow ourselves to be present, and ultimately we don't allow ourselves to go with the natural flow of life. And essentially what it is, it's a lack of trust in the universe and the universe's ability to care for us always, and therefore it's with this lack of trust and faith in the universe, we're going to ultimately repel its abilities and assistance, which uh, then does not allow these forces to work its magic in our lives. So we have to trust it, we have to have faith and surrender to it, and this takes a ton of courage. If we are not doing that, we are going to resist its power. Now attachment in any capacity is a major barrier, attaching to an outcome, attaching to a false identity, attachment, attaching to uh, old versions of ourselves, attaching to material possessions, attaching to people or relationships. Uh, attaching to patterns or habits or old ways of being, false programs, beliefs, things like that. Attachments and fears essentially block the flow of creative energy in our lives and keep us from fully engaging with these forces that, as I mentioned, allow us to create our optimal outcomes. Next, childhood trauma and childhood abuse. Uh, the wounds that come from childhood trauma and abuse and adverse experiences early on are another ma massive barrier to flow. You see, when we have trauma, we're usually in possession of defense mechanisms, fears, negative core beliefs, faulty programs. Uh, and in essence, we don't want to get hurt again, so we have these ways of protecting ourselves. So these defenses are also causing us to resist the present moment, they're causing us to resist vulnerability, and ultimately we are not open to life. And this prevents us from letting go and ultimately surrendering and accepting life on its terms, all of which are very necessary to, uh, to get to, to, to experience in order to be fully uh, in the flow. Next is negative core beliefs. False narratives, essentially what these are, they are lies. And these, these false ideas, these negative thought forms, or these faulty programs, they pull us out of alignment with our truths and with our authentic self. And when we are out of alignment, this is going to remove us from the truth of the present moment, which in essence is necessary for flow. So being one with our truths, accepting the truth of life in this present moment is necessary for flow to work. And since flow can only occur with transparency and authenticity when we are in possession of these negative core beliefs and false narratives, negative self-talk, uh, we are holding on to lives uh, and lies and, and ultimately this, uh, this becomes, this becomes a, a barrier and removes us from, from flow. Now let's talk about how to find flow. How do we find flow in our lives? And like I mentioned, we've all experienced moments of it. So definitely want to use those experiences as a frame of reference. But how do we continuously get into the pattern, into the habit where our entire life becomes one big flow state? And that's really optimal. So the first suggestion is to be more playful and be more childlike. 
Uh, children are naturally in flow. They're fully present. Uh, they don't necessarily live in, the, in their heads. They don't live in the past and the future. Uh, trauma and abuse is going to pull us out of the flow. It's going to pull us out of the moment. It's going to cause us to live defensively, like I mentioned, and be in our heads. So the more we get present, the more we act childlike and playful, which then brings us more and more into the present moment, the more we get in touch with and integrate the child within, the more present we become, the more in flow we become. Uh, and this this state of being playful and childlike uh, becomes a natural state of being. It becomes uh, a primary way of operating and ultimately allows us to continue to have flow throughout our day. The next is practicing surrender and letting go. Uh, surrendering, letting go, this is a life skill, and it can feel very difficult for those who are abuse victims, for those who are ego-identified. So when we have wounds of childhood, we usually have strong ego defenses and barriers to the unknown and being vulnerable that make letting go feel like it's impossible, like it's terrifying. That being said, this is where we need to muster up the courage and develop the faith to leap into the unknown and trust that when we do this, when we do surrender to flow, we are not surrendering to an abusive force, we are surrendering to unconditional love to the force of the universe, which constantly carries us and supports us and ultimately never lets us down. The next tip is to be yourself. You know, be authentic, show up to life as yourself, not a false self, not a persona. The flow in essence is actually who you are. See, the, fl the flow is, is, is the present moment and the present moment is you. You are the most you when you are fully present. So when you show up authentically, it's going to pull you into alignment with your authentic self, with, with, with the present moment and ultimately with flow. So the more things that you can do that make you feel like yourself and that make you feel alive and, and experience joy, uh, that's how we're going to get into flow. So having fun, pursuing your own goals, your own vision, uh, doing things that, that you want to do essentially will align you with your authenticity and that'll bring you closer and closer with, with each authentically aligned action into the flow. Next tip is to constantly and continuously look for opportunities to grow. So we want to challenge ourselves to see experiences as opportunities to grow and, and setbacks and, and painful experience disappointments as a life lesson, right? So the flow of life is going to naturally have its challenges. Just because we are in flow doesn't mean there's not challenges, but if we have a perspective of we want these challenges to help us grow, then we can enjoy the flow that brings these challenges because we know that they are going to bring more growth and healing. So when we don't resist them, but rather embrace them and go with this flow and uh, and realize that these are part of the flow, suddenly we are, we are accepting the challenges the same way we were accepting the good times, right? And when you flow with life, these challenges are not a burden because again, you have the perspective to understand that this is not here to stop you or to interrupt you or to get you out of flow, but rather help you overcome so you can become more and more aligned with who you are and ultimately grow as a person. So these are in essence opportunities. Next tip is to laugh, right? To laugh at yourself, laugh at life, take less, take life a little less seriously. Uh, the expression laughter is the best medicine. You know, when we laugh, we, we see that nothing is really that serious and it loosens the ego's grip on needing to take ourselves so seriously and, and then control things or control life or control people. Uh, laughter brings a sort of playfulness to it. And with that, like I mentioned, Having fun, being playful brings us much more into to the flow. Next tip is to remove barriers, uh, like negative core beliefs, uh, negative core belief, negative thought streams, such as uh, unworthiness, right? I'm not worthy or I'm not good enough or I can't, fears, overthinking, the need to control, things like that. The flow is energetic. And these negative thought streams, these beliefs that are negative are going to block this life force. So when we remove barriers, that energy begins to flow again, and then we're sort of able to join up with that flow, and uh, we are automatically joined with the flow of, of life. So what is it like 
to be in the flow? Uh, what are some of the experiences you are most usually going to have when you are in flow? So firstly, life is going to seem a lot less, uh, a lot more effortless. You're going to feel like you're, you have to do a lot less and you get much more results as, uh, as a result of just less actions, right? You're more, more inspired actions. So you'll spend a lot of time existing and enjoying your existence and you'll have to take less actions to get incredible results. And even with less action, the actions you take are going to feel almost easier, seamless. Next is time is going to seem to disappear. Uh, we can experience hours of doing something, but if it's fun, right? Time flies when you're having fun. When you're in flow, you're having fun and time's going to seem very relative. The next is meaning. You're going to find life to be a lot more meaningful. You know, when we are in the flow, we are one with life and life is intrinsically meaningful. So when we feel that we are living a life of purpose and meaning in each moment, even if we are doing something that is seemingly random because it's all accumulating toward our life purpose, suddenly each moment is infused with more meaning and, and purpose and, and therefore more, more joy and happiness. Next is we're going to feel much more independent and much more confident in who we are. You know, we feel less of a need for things and people to be dependent on in order to survive, to survive. And we just start to enjoy the full reliance on the universe. And uh, that brings a, a, a healthy sense of independence and, and confidence knowing that we are backed by an incredibly powerful force. The next a sign that you are in flow and the next thing to be expected in flow is we feel much more uh, loving, right? We, we, the actions we take are not forced. They're not to control or to get an outcome or to prove ourselves, but rather to express love because we are tapped in to love and love is uh, in action is giving. So when we give from, from, from flow, the actions we take and the giving we give is from love and therefore it doesn't demand anything in return, uh, but rather it just gives for the sake of giving and it enjoys that process of giving. Next, people show up to help us and they seemingly out of nowhere. And when their time is up, they leave our life when they are no longer needed on our journey. Uh, and this has a lot to do with our ability to accept the good when it comes, but also let go. You know, if we're attached in fear, oftentimes we are not going to, we're going to hold on to things and we're not going to let things go when it's time for them to leave. So in flow, we accept, but we also let go when things are no longer needed for our lives. The next is we have clarity and peace with the direction of our lives. So when we are in flow, we are connected to our higher self fully and with our highest vision. So as a result of that, there's a peace and that peace brings a sort of clarity. We know and we feel intuitively that we are going to reach our vision. We understand that everything has a, a direction and we're at peace with where we are going in life. And we know it will only be a matter of time before we reach our vision and we can enjoy the little steps and realizing that the journey is very much a part of the enjoyment of manifesting our vision. And that's uh, something to be experienced and enjoyed as well. Next, we know intuitively what to do to reach our dreams. So because we are fully tapped in, our intuition is really working its way through us. And as a result of that, we are fully sort of given over and trusting our intuition and its guidance. And as a result of that, we just know what to do because the intuition is always continuously guiding us in real time. So when we are fully in the flow, the intuition is most certainly at work guiding us constantly. We begin to love ourselves, and we begin to love life and, and see and experience life as a gift. Uh, we start to appreciate the little things that we may have missed and not enjoyed beforehand or, or seen as mundane, uh, such as sunsets or trees, even the sound of nature. Everything begins to almost feel alive and, and everything becomes more, more uh, exciting and enjoyable as a result. And finally, you care less about what other people think uh, or the need to get validation or, or impress them because you realize that 
you're fully acceptable as you are. Uh, in the flow, you are, uh, again, you're independent and you have that healthy independence and you just feel no need for other people to validate your existence. You feel fully secure in what you're doing and who you are. And as a result of that, there's a sense of peace as well because you don't have to impress people or show people or become something to uh, manipulate people to see you in a certain way. You can just be yourself and uh, accept yourself as you are and ultimately other people as they are. And that creates a interconnection that is very much peaceful and enjoyable. So now let's discuss how to use flow as a tool on the healing journey. So the flow state is a state of pure acceptance and allowing. Uh, it essentially is giving permission for life to be the way it needs to be. So when we go with the flow, in essence, we're allowing life to push and pull us where we need to go without resisting it for our highest growth and maximum happiness. So going with the flow will bring results that hard work and trying or controlling could never do. So our main objective when it comes to healing is to get into the flow as often as possible. And when we do get pulled out of the flow, let's say we get triggered and we're highly reactive, we wanna do what we can to get in back into flow as soon as we notice that we are no longer in flow. So the quickest way to get back into flow is to essentially let go. So when we practice letting go and continuously practicing this life skill, it allows us to sort of pay attention to resistances and barriers to letting go. And as soon as we notice ourselves going into those defenses or fear-based operating uh, ways of operating, then we simply practice the art of letting go, right? So the more we let go, the more we get into the flow and the more we experience this alignment with the universe, uh, the more in rhythm we get. And ultimately that is uh, one of the most effective ways of getting into flow. Now, we want to see flow as our natural state. It's important to understand this is the way it should be. Being in flow is, is the way we came into this world and trauma and experiences and life experiences uh, pulled us out of flow. So we want to understand that whenever we are in flow, that's your normal state. So when we start going with the flow, it could feel awkward and uncomfortable uh, because ultimately it's something new, it's something we're not comfortable with or used to. But as we get used to it and we see how enjoyable it is, and when we suddenly, when we make this the norm, our whole life starts to shift into flow. So at first it's awkward, it's uncomfortable, and you may only be in flow 1% of your day, but eventually that becomes 2%, 10%, and eventually we want 100% of our life to be in flow. And when that happens, everything, all elements of our life uh, elevate itself as a result. Another way of getting into flow is meditation. So when we practice mindfulness and when we practice meditation, we're getting out of the world of thought and ego, and we're entering into the world of the unknown or the present moment. And in this place, we are fully one and surrendered to life, which ultimately that is the flow. And naturally it's gonna bring us the people, the situations that we need in perfect timing to experience healing and growth. Now, when we get into flow, we may notice how much we resist the flow. We may know intellectually that the flow is a really good idea, but because we are in possession of habits and programs and defenses and, and reactivity and fears and, and negative core beliefs, it's gonna be awkward at first. And we may notice these these ways of resisting flow. And it's important that when we start practicing getting into flow, we pay attention with compassion to learn about and uh, understand where we are holding ourselves back from truly embracing our authentic and vulnerable experience of life. So when we begin getting into flow, it's uh, we start practicing this life skill of getting into to, to flow. Just as important as it is to be in flow, it's to notice ways in which we are not in flow and understanding those are barriers and uh, we don't wanna meet those barriers with resistance or fear or, or defensiveness, but rather acceptance and uh, work through those barriers, those beliefs, those fears, or whatever it is that we need to overcome because when we do overcome them, we will be wholly in the flow. And finally, flow is going to raise our consciousness. And as a result of a ra raised or higher sense of, con a higher state of consciousness, uh, we have an improved emotional state 
and ultimately higher perspectives. So perspective, a lot of healing has to do with shifting out of low vibrational or lack consciousness perspectives into abundance, into love, into peace. So these perspective shifts and emotional uplifting experiences uh, that happen when we raise our consciousness allow us to let go of more and more of that which no longer serves us. And uh, we begin to see our past and our traumas and our tribulations, not from a lower state of consciousness, which, which makes us feel and look like a victim, but rather from a growth and a learning perspective. So in essence, we, we start to let go of that fear and victim mindset and we feel very empowered as we start to learn lessons and grow from these experiences of the past and realize that we are not victims, but rather we can gain perspectives from higher states of consciousness, from broader expanded states of awareness. And when we do, we suddenly have context for our experiences that allow us to appreciate them since they allowed us to grow and learn and become the person that we are today. So to conclude, I, li I like to compare flow to surfing, right? If you ever tried to, to surf, at first you get out there and, and you fall. You get you know you get killed by the you get killed by the waves, uh, and then you try again and, and the waves crash into you. But you have a little bit more of awareness of, of of how to prepare and you keep practicing. Right, eventually you learn how to ride the momentum of the waves, and it's graceful when you start to sort of surf with the waves. And then what seemed impossible in the beginning and the outset suddenly becomes very very doable, and then it becomes uh, almost almost easy. And it's an extremely graceful thing to watch someone who's able to ride waves. So getting into the flow requires practice, patience, and determination. We will fall down and it'll often backfire as we struggle to get back up and back into flow and, and roll with the flow, right? That being said, the more we practice in each moment the flow, the more we make it a way of life, eventually our whole life becomes in flow and we're able to experience that riding of the waves uh, metaphorically and life becomes blissful, happy, you're at peace and you're just experiencing a perfect rhythm which brings in opportunities, it brings in experiences of growth, uh, abundance, and all of these things are accompanying living a life of flow. So I really hope this podcast episode uh, inspired you to get into the flow. The flow is such a powerful concept, and when we do go with the flow of life, life always brings us to where we need to be and into situations that allow us to grow, to heal, to become our optimal self. And uh, most of what we need to do is to get into alignment with our authentic self in the present moment and, uh, and be fully in the flow when that happens. That is truly where healing happens. That is truly where we have the ability and the power to create our most ideal life and optimal outcomes. Thank you all so very much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, all the best.